0: Jeff. Sinatra, podcast. I'm David and with me as always
1: is Jeff.
0: How are you doing Jeff?
1: I am absolutely wonderful. How are you today David? I'm
0: doing well. Uh, you're doing wonderful so you recovered from
1: your illness. I was yes I've recovered from my illness and the week's just gotten better. I just accepted a job offer for next school year so it's just it's everything's coming up roses. Awesome.
0: Well uh well, this podcast, we're going to be talking about some not-awesome stuff. We're going to be talking about some murder. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Jeff and I, this summer, we're going to be doing a uh, a list ranking 100 seasons of reality television. So we are going to be ranking all the seasons of Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, The Mole, uh, as well as some other... Uh, Smaller one season reality shows we're going to be ranking them all from 100 down to one what we think is uh, the best of these 100 seasons of reality television um, So in order to do that Jeff and I thought we need to re-watch or watch for the first time some of these shows That we are ranking um, and so we can have a better grasp on them because sometimes uh, If it's been a while your memory fades or if you've never seen it obviously you don't know what happened and can't uh, rate it accurately so this is the first of our what we call reality recaps, where we will talk about a season that we rewatched in preparation for this ranking list. Um, so th- this won't be super long; it's not going to be, you know, a two-hour podcast on it. But it's uh, short, giving an overview of what we thought watching it. We're not going to be raving it or ranking it yet, because that will uh, go with our list later this summer. But just share our thoughts, some pros and cons, and some other things for it. So our first one that Jeff and I rewatched is called
1: Murder in Small Town X. Murder in Small Town X, and if you don't know about this, uh, that's quite possible.
0: Uh, it's one of the early uh, reality shows. It actually premiered in 2001 in July and ran through September. So this would have been a year after uh, Survivor premiered and it started the reality TV craze. Um, So just about a year afterwards and essentially uh, it's a show in a fictionalized town where murders keep happening and there's a serial killer and these group of 10 contestants that are now investigators must try to figure out who the killer is and play the killer's game until only one remains and chooses the correct uh, killer. It aired on Fox, like we said, uh, July 2001, and uh, we're gonna be talking about it, and sharing our thoughts. but basically or, overview every episode, they learn more and investigate more about the town. There's this whole town is full of actors and suspects, um, and then every time if they answer a question correctly at the end, the suspect or the uh, the murder will give them one less suspect. That is not uh, who the killer is. Um, and then two people have to play the killer's game, and one is eliminated, and one survives, and it keeps doing this until we have our final two. So, Jeff, let's start first with the pros. What did you like about this show?
1: I really liked the fact that they did it as if it were a real town. It was all, like they had actors playing different parts, and it was very clearly well scripted and well managed and the actors had some freedom, but not so much freedom that it messed with the story. So I really liked the story that they weaved and the fact that they used actors to do it.
0: Yeah. I, I recently, this fall watched, uh, Grace Point. If you, uh, saw or heard of that, but, Mm -hmm. uh, a remake of a British series, Broadchurch, but it's the scripted thing about a murder in a small town and then investigating it throughout the whole thing. Uh, and I found very similar uh things when rewatching this. I was like, this very reminds me. so it's good how much of a the story they weave into it. I love the story. I think they did a great job with that. Uh a lot of the actors were very good. Um and I think that's the strongest thing about it, is they really created this world um that they these contestants were in. And, you know, people last summer were talking about the quest and how innovative that is. Well, I think they sort of did this first You know Murder And this is probably The first reality show Where they really put Contestants into This different world uh, This scripted world They're interacting in.
1: Yeah And I, I I really appreciated that too And I think it was Kind of risky right Because things could go Haywire at any moment You know Someone could do something That they weren't expecting But I really I thought it worked Really well for this show
0: Yeah Uh Another pro I I like their headquarters, they have this one guy who I guess you'd call a host, but he's sort of, he was uh, a former Chile- California police investigator or whatever, but he sort of, like, helped them through the the thing, sort of host, quasi-hosting, quasi-helping them just investigate and figure out uh, leads and everything. I thought they did a good job of having this home base where they're getting the information and going on and, uh, you yeah, know, all the like we said, all the storyline where they're going and investigating, they're doing lots of of cool things, and I think that was also very uh, a pro for the show.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, the that kind of gave it this feel of. Uh, realness that I think sometimes these reality shows are lacking. It wasn't comical at all. It actually felt like an investigation where kind of the the team gets together and goes through theories and says, this is your assignment for the day, and this is your assignment for the day. And I I liked that aspect.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Any other pros that you had?
1: Um, I thought that the the cast was actually fairly strong, um, and that kind of weaves in with one of my cons, but I thought that they did a good job of casting it, and I think especially became apparent at the end of the season. Um, and another pro, I would say, would be the um, kind of the going theories. I thought they did a really good job of kind of casting enough suspicion on most of the most of the players that, you know, there wasn't, it wasn't clear that one guy had done it the whole time.
0: Yeah. I actually wrote notes for, uh, most of it. So I'm, I'm going back and seeing what I said when I was watching it episode by episode. Um, but yeah, talent and atmosphere they created, uh, is fascinating to watch and the actors do a good job convincing you that the world is real. It doesn't seem Totally far-fetched or, or fake or comical, like you said. This seems it seems fairly legitimate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see anything else I have. They I think they did a good job uh, for the most part of their endings and how they ended each episode is really a hook to get you to keep watching because they didn't just end it with a contestant being eliminated but then they show this one thing at the end of oh this is incriminating something or something new that really gets your uh, attention and lets you uh, want to find out oh, what's happening so the story just keeps getting more and more intricate and intriguing um, and I think they did a lot of things that were sort of really cool. I mean, going on stakeouts and literally having people, you know, sleep overnight as well as, you know, uh, having someone go diving and have to dive to find, you know, evidence and all these different things. Having explosions and, and different things, like, they really went into intricacies of what they were going and doing, and it wasn't just, oh, I'm just talking to this person, and now I'm going. or the really one that was really far out there is this weird cult that they have to go through this initiation process. Right, right. With, but uh, I, I thought all of those were cool. It's sort of like they put like legitimate obstacles and challenges that they have to go and do while they're investigating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I liked the, how they had those little excursions, and it didn't necessarily feel fake to me, but but yeah. So what, what else were some of your – did you have any other cons Or any cons? Yeah, let's talk about the cons. The biggest con for me is that you didn't, the the actual contestants, the people who were uh, competing,
0: you really didn't get to know any of them. Like, it was very, very light on character development. Um, And this is the time, this aired on Fox, and what happened is after Survivor became...
1: My mom's going to come into my room in just a second. So what were some of the cons that you felt like about the show.
0: The the biggest con for me was that they really the people that they cast they really did not do a good job of developing them as as characters. and the character development the people actually investigating the murder, you got to know very little about them. And even now, if you had to ask me what their names were, most of them I couldn't tell you. But it's just because they were so. Either bland, or they—they really—they—they they had this great storyline that they focused on so much that you really didn't know any of the people who were competing. you really didn't care necessarily who left. There was arguing quite a bit, especially between two contestants or everyone against one. But <laughs> um, but arguing arguing really isn't the same for character development. I didn't really give a sense that I knew any of them truly, and could only. You know, based on sort of 1st reactions, that's who I root for it, and nothing really deeper that I get to learn about them.
1: Right. I think that the show could have done something interesting, if they really wanted to make it about this great story that they had. I think they could have done something interesting by making it more of like a team thing, where if the group solves it, then everyone in the group gets $20,000 or something, or maybe have some elimination component. But if you're going to build your show around the elimination of contestants, I think you have to do a better job of showing those contestants so that people care.
0: Yeah, yeah. For so the most part, I did not care who was uh, who was eliminated. Right. Um, and I think near the end, you you got a little bit finally, and you got to know probably the final three or four. You knew fairly okay well, but anyone else no
1: one. We really knew it all. Yeah, I agree. Any other cons? My other big con was the means of elimination. I felt like the way that they eliminated people was just ridiculous. And so, I'll I'll just update the fans so that way, if they're not aware, we can, everyone's on the same page. So basically, every week they had a black envelope, which was, you know, ominous or whatever. And basically, what would happen is they would open the envelope... The team would vote one person in. The lifeguard, who is a person chosen by the previous eliminator, eliminatee, excuse me, the lifeguard also put one person into elimination. So there's two people in elimination. And then they go, they have a 50-50 shot of going to each location, and one location sends someone home, and one location keeps someone there. So really, there's no strategy whatsoever. It's basically, you know, if you get put in, there's a 50-50 shot, you're going home. There's nothing that you can do, no competition, no investigative task that you can do to save yourself.
0: Yeah, this is, yeah, the other big, to pet peeve, is that it's all bound to luck as far as who gets eliminated. So no matter if you are the best investigator or the worst investigator uh if whatever location you randomly happen to get if that's where the killer is you lose the game and are out um I do like that the eliminated person chooses the next lifeguard mm-hmm. I think that's a good twist and it's like you have to keep good relationships with everyone um so I do like that aspect and I don't mind you know the lifeguard having a say and being like the one with immunity gets to pick one person I, I think that's all fine it's just have the two compete in something, have it do it where it's not just blind luck that you're eliminated, have them do something to, to justify them being eliminated or them staying in the game. Right. Um, And especially the final two, uh, you know, it got down to two people. There were two suspects left and they each had to pick one and go. And while they, they both came to the same conclusion. It was one, they were both wrong, and the other person who drew the short, the sick, ended up winning the game just because, uh, again, it was sort of 50-50. So I, I don't like this whole luck element of it.
1: Right. And I think that, you know, maybe, I think it could have done a better job of figuring out, you know, who had the best theory or something like that. You know, kind of similar to some other shows. But... Yeah, the whole luck thing. I was kind of sour on the show a little bit at the end because the whole point of the final thing was you pick the guy who you think it is. If you both pick the same person, then you know one of you is going to have to go with the guy you don't want, and that sucks for you. But you know, then just because the guy who got eliminated last hates you, you win $250,000 or whatever it was. That was a yeah. little – I don't know. It did leave a sour yeah. taste.
0: Those
1: would be the main uh cons for me. Uh, did you have any others? No nother, no any yeah, no other big ones, I don't think. Um those are the main ones. It's overall it's an enjoyable show. It just has some some issues that are probably due to the time that it was made, things that people hadn't thought all the way through because reality T V was so new. But um still an enjoyable show by all by all accounts.
0: I think I was going to say that earlier and I forgot, but we're at this point where right after Survivor became a huge phenomenon, everyone, especially Fox, was trying to say, okay, how can we capture this? How can we do this same thing? Um, So they came out with a lot of reality shows within the next two years. Most of them, uh, they were fast-tracked, so they were not carefully planned and sought out, uh, thought out as much as maybe Survivor other things were, and I don't think they recognize that one of the truly great things about Survivor, I don't know, made it such a thing, was the character development, and it wasn't just that they were on an island, it was that we got invested in these people, and that's something that Mark Burnett realized from the very beginning of Survivor. Um, is that it's all about the characters and he doesn't like to even call Survivor you know, reality television, he likes to call it I don't know, realistic drama or something like that Right. but, but I think uh, Fox at this time was just uh, you know, let's just do these, oh this is a cool murder one oh uh, boot camp one, let's throw all these, stick into to the wall and uh, see what happens and there's a reason why none of them are around anymore right <laughs> But but all in all, it is a good show. I enjoy the show. Uh, like I said, it, it's a great storyline, good actors. Um, so that aspect is really top-notch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anything else we should talk about with Murder in Small Town X? I mean, I think there's one kind of big glaring thing.
0: Yeah, the other thing is the reason why this probably did not go on in future seasons is because it aired July, September 2001, and actually the last, uh, its finale was on September 4th, 2001, uh, and the winner of it uh, ended up dying in 9-11 just, you know, a week after this. So um, it really put a whole damper on the whole show, and and it was literally a, a sort of down moment. I think that really, uh, if it had any chances, I think that stopped it from continuing on.
1: Right, right. And I think it's, it's just one of those. I, I do think that that event kind of reminded people that reality TV is about real people, if anything.
0: Were you thinking of anything else, or was that what you? That were was thinking? the
1: big glaring thing I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, uh, let's talk about uh, some of our favorites, or uh, I think you said let's do some superlatives. Right. Uh, about this season.
1: Well, I would like to give the most enjoyable elimination award. Um, This goes to the person who I think provided us with the most entertainment during the elimination scenes, and uh, I'm going to have to give this award to our one and only Jeff um, for his yelling and raucous behavior while he was doing various killer games. Um, For those of you who remember, he he said he got an adrenaline high off of it, and he would basically kick down the door of whatever location he was supposed to go into and start yelling and screaming and... Whooping and all of that, and it really made for kind of a funny scene when the other person was kind of being slashed to death, or when he was being slashed to death.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, my superlative of most irrelevant uh, <laughs> uh cast or character suspect. Ooh. Most irrelevant suspect. Let's do that. Ooh. Can we just say uh? Deanna Harris Like was she even on the thing Ooh. Like she was the attorney Like we saw her from Right the
1: early She was like morning. the third episode was. She was the one who was cleared right Third it or was fourth. the fifth
0: episode We were five episodes with her not being cleared But I hadn't seen her at all
1: Wow Okay <laughs> I was trying to figure out who you were going to say I was like you can't really say Duncan Because he was not I mean he wasn't a suspect for long But he wasn't irrelevant Yeah I totally forgot about her
0: official occupation was secretary of the Sunrise Press and attorney. So we barely, barely saw
1: her do anything. At least x-ray, we got to see them drive the people to the killer game every episode. Right, right. Hmm, okay, let's, I'll give an award to the best 90s hair. And I'm gonna have to give this to the guy who got second place. I believe his name was Alan, and his, his frosted tips were something to be admired.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Even though we were in the early 2000s, it still had not gone away yet.
1: No. No. The, the, it was permafrosted tips. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh, let's do Creepiest Suspect. Creepiest Suspect.
1: Oof.
0: And I think I'm going to have to go with Mary Elizabeth.
1: Oh, that's a, good, just, that's a good. That's a good answer.
0: She's just very creepy. The way she would like emulate people, and she'd be there. She was always there with whoever it was. Yeah. And her wanting to be uh, Abby Flint and wanting to become her, especially that scene with uh, with Jimmy Tinker. Ugh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's that. I think you could uh, an argument could also be made for Thibodeau, um, and his kind of hoarding of blood because he thought he needed it for his medical purposes. Um, that was kind of odd, so.
0: Yeah, I found him more disturbed than creepy.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's see. What would be another superlative? Um, <laughs> what, what would be your favorite Kristen fight? Or your favorite Kristen scene?
0: My favorite Kristen scene I guess My favorite Kristen scene would just be When Like the fourth time she's back And everyone's just like really Like <laughs> Just her continuing And then just the smugness on her face And especially Jeff I just enjoyed seeing Like really four times in a row yeah. <laughs> Like
1: yeah, that was good. I think I'm going to give a superlative also for the best kind of sub-storyline, and uh, I'm going to have to go with the Reverend and his odd cult of whatever it was for the best yes. sub-storyline.
0: The first Church of Sunrise and his cult.
1: Right. It's, uh... In a what small town, which, like, if that really is a small town, half the town is a member of this cult.
0: What What were the three? Order, uh, Strength and Logic, wasn't it? Yes. Order, Strength, and Logic, yeah. And it just so happened to uh, have the same initials as the, uh, the group from the early, <laughs> the early days of the town that, you know, were deciding all the, the creepy cult-like thing in the beginning. Yeah. So. But yeah. Uh let's see, any more superlatives. Well, let's just go uh who is your favorite favorite actual contestant?
1: I think Katie was probably my favorite contestant.
0: And for me it was probably Alan. I liked Alan. Like, yeah. he
1: was, he was cool. one of
0: the few that wasn't afraid to just get into it, especially at the beginning. Like he he was all in from the beginning. So I like I like uh I like how much he got into the, to the thing. Everyone else, it sort of took them a little bit to truly to get into the whole game.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, have we thoroughly recapped Murder in Small Town X, or is there anything else left on the table?
0: Uh, you know, we specifically did not say the winner, and we just specifically did not say who the killer is, just so you guys don't aren't completely spoiled. So if you do want to go back and watch it, it is on YouTube. It's not the greatest quality. It's like someone's VHS <laughs> that they are uh, put on YouTube. But uh, I I think it's definitely worth a watch, and it will be interesting to see where it ranks uh, in a hundred seasons of reality television. But it's a good show.
1: Mm hmm. It is. It is. Um, and with that, we are going to then move on, and I believe that our next season of reality TV for our next reality recap will be a show in a similar vein to Murder in Small Town X. We're going to be watching It, which was a much more recent murder mystery show on ABC a couple summers ago.
0: So stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll do be doing another reality recap for The it which is the next on our watch list. Uh, but be sure to let us know. Uh, if you have seen it, what do you think of the show? Let us know at David and Jeff Survivor Podcast. That's our Facebook group or our website, SurvivorPodcast.blogspot.com.
1: And make sure you subscribe on iTunes so the podcast shows up on your computer every single week.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.